Chapter 3. Head, Eyes, Ear, Nose, and Throat. Topic 4. Retina. This next section will review disorders of the retina starting off with a comparison between retinal artery and retinal vein occlusion. Retinal artery occlusion is primarily caused by vascular risk factors such as hypertension, diabetes, hyperlipidemia, carotid artery stenosis, transient ischemic attacks, giant cell arteritis, cardioembolic events, and thrombophilia, especially in younger patients. The signs and symptoms of retinal artery occlusion include painless sudden loss of vision and a drastic decrease in visual acuity. If the occlusion is in a branch retinal artery, the loss of vision will be confined to the area supplied by the occluded artery. Diagnosis is typically made through fundoscopy, which may reveal retinal pallor due to lack of blood supply, a cherry red macula due to receiving blood supply from choriocapillaries, and a boxcar arrangement of blood in the retinal veins. Management includes ocular massage to dislodge the thrombus distally, hyperbaric oxygen to maximize oxygenation, IV acetazolamide and mannitol, and anterior chamber paracentesis to reduce intraocular pressure. It's also crucial to treat the underlying cause. On the other hand, retinal vein occlusion shares similar risk factors with retinal artery occlusion. It's most commonly caused by mechanical compression of the retinal vein by a thickened retinal artery due to systemic hypertension. Other risk factors include coagulopathy, glaucoma, alcohol, and trauma. The signs and symptoms are similar to those of retinal artery occlusion, but the vision loss is not as acute. Patients may also experience pain, photophobia, erythema, watery discharge, and complications like neovascularization or macular edema. Diagnosis is made through fundoscopy, which may show swelling of the optic disc, scattered diffuse hemorrhage, dilation, and tortuosity of the retinal veins, and cotton wool spots. Fluorescein angiography is also used. Management is conservative if there is no macular edema or neovascularization. Intravitreal vascular endothelial growth factor, VEGF, inhibitors are used to reduce macular edema, and photocoagulation is used to reduce neovascularization. Partial recovery of vision may occur within months, and it's important to treat the underlying cause. Moving on, we will discuss retinal detachment. This is an ophthalmic emergency. The risk factors for retinal detachment include trauma, ocular surgery, exudative age-related macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, connective tissue disorders such as Marfan syndrome and Ehlers-Danlos, myopia, retinopathy of prematurity, and retinitis. The pathophysiology of retinal detachment involves the accumulation of fluid in the subretinal space, leading to the separation of the sensory retina from the retinal pigment epithelium. The neurosensory layer of the retina, which contains photoreceptors including rods and cones, degenerates upon separation from the retinal pigment epithelium, resulting in vision loss. Tractional forces on the retina and posterior vitreous detachment also play a role. The signs and symptoms of retinal detachment include flashing lights, floaters, painless unilateral sudden loss of vision due to the lack of pain receptors in the retina, a phenomenon often described as a red veil or a curtain coming down, and leukocoria. Diagnosis is typically made through fundoscopy, which may reveal vitreous debris, an elevated and detached retina, a Weiss ring, which is a white fibrous ring signifying the point of attachment between the posterior vitreous and the round optic nerve and tobacco dust cells, which are retinal pigment epithelial cells that have floated into the vitreous humor. An ophthalmic ultrasound may also be used to detect vitreous hemorrhage and retinal elevation. 
Management of retinal detachment can be conservative if it's due to posterior vitreous detachment, as symptoms of floaters will self-resolve. Surgical options include retinopexy, which can be performed pneumatic, laser or cryoretinopexy, and scleral buckle. Moving on, we will discuss the broad topic of retinopathy. Retinopathy can be caused by systemic diseases such as hypertension and diabetes, prematurity, infections like HIV, genetic diseases like sickle cell and Alport syndrome, and certain drugs like chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. Patients with retinopathy may be asymptomatic or present with chronic progressively worsening visual deficits, floaters, and in end-stage disease, blindness. In fact, diabetic retinopathy is the most common cause of blindness in U.S. adults. Diagnosis is typically made through fundoscopy, which reveals characteristic appearances depending on the type of retinopathy. In hypertensive retinopathy, one might observe cotton wool spots, flame and dot blot hemorrhages, papilledema and uniform narrowing of arterioles. Complications can include retinal detachment and optic neuropathy. Chronic hypertensive retinopathy may present with arterial venule AV nicking and crossing, copper and silver wiring, and a macular star in advanced stages. Complications can include retinal vein occlusion, retinal detachment, and optic nerve atrophy. Diabetic retinopathy is categorized into non-proliferative and proliferative types. Non-proliferative retinopathy may present with microaneurysms, tiny hemorrhages, hard exudates, and retinal edema. Proliferative retinopathy, on the other hand, is characterized by the secretion of angiogenic factors in response to ischemia, leading to neovascularization. This results in newly formed vessels that are fragile and prone to rupture, vitreous hemorrhage, glaucoma, and macular edema, which is the primary cause of visual impairment. The management of retinopathy primarily involves the optimization of the underlying etiology. This could mean better control of systemic diseases like hypertension and diabetes, or addressing any infections or genetic conditions that may be contributing to the retinopathy. In addition, the management of complications is also crucial. For non-proliferative diabetic retinopathy, the approach can be observational or involve panretinal photocoagulation in severe cases. In the case of proliferative diabetic retinopathy, panretinal photocoagulation is typically used. VEGF inhibitors are also employed, particularly for macular edema. If a vitreous hemorrhage occurs, an early vitrectomy may be necessary. The final disorder of this subsection is retinitis pigmentosa. Retinitis pigmentosa is a genetic progressive dystrophy which results in degeneration of photoreceptors with the death of rods followed by cones. It's caused by a group of genetic disorders inherited in a variety of patterns, including dominant, recessive, and X-linked. It can occur secondary to genetic syndromes and acquired causes, but most cases present solely with ophthalmic symptoms. As an aside, rods function to improve night vision and allow for differentiation of corners and edges. Cones function to visualize details and colors. Some of the causes of retinitis pigmentosa include drugs like phenothiazine and thioridazine, genetic syndromes like Wardenberg syndrome, Refsum disease, Bardet-Biedl syndrome, and beta-lipoproteinemia, infections like tertiary syphilis, toxoplasmosis and herpes, and trauma. Signs and symptoms of retinitis pigmentosa include nyctalopia or difficulty with night vision, peripheral vision deficits, photopsia, and visual acuity is maintained until late in the disease. Macular edema and cataracts may also be present. Diagnosis is typically made through fundoscopy, which may reveal attenuated retinal blood vessels, optic disc pallor, and retinal pigmentation in a bony spiculum pattern. An electroretinogram may show decreased signal of rods and cones. 
Management of retinitis pigmentosa involves no present cure, only symptomatic treatment targeted at slowing down the rate of photoreceptor degeneration and treatment of complications. This includes vitamin and nutritional supplementation, carbonic anhydrase inhibitors to reduce intraocular pressure in cases of macular edema, and cataract extraction for cataracts.